Happy Friday, AJ Thank- McCall on VFX. Thank God. We made it to the end of the week. So much do I love this. This week has been one of the longest weeks of my life, and I said that on Monday. Like, Monday ended, and I asked Dustin, okay, so tomorrow I got to go watch Oliver. And he's like, what are you talking about? I said, tomorrow I got to go watch Oliver. And he's like, I thought it was on Thursday. And I was like, yeah. He said, McCall, it's Monday. I said, oh, my gosh. That's how, that's how this week has gone. Well, I can confirm that today is Friday. Four three five seven eight seven zero nine four five. Our number to call and six eight two five five. The number to text. As long as you start your text with VFX, that's how you can be part of the show. And then we can get it. And maybe you could explain to me, McCall, why why pickles are a thing now. We've been talking about this uh, for a while, but it seems like people just want to keep putting pickles in things. They don't have any business being it. I mean, it's true. They do keep doing this. I don't understand why. Like, I love pickles. As somebody who likes pickles, I can I can understand putting them with your sandwiches. I can understand putting them on the side of things. But this is ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Ugh. Apparently in, uh, where is this? Give it its give it its shout it's out. In it Festus, needs to be known. Festus, Missouri. <laughs> that doesn't help. That doesn't help the situation. Oh, jeez. They are replacing their bananas and their banana splits with pickles. So they're calling it a pickle split. I just I don't see that being good. I, I don't like no. pickles, but even if I did, I really don't see that being As good. As somebody who likes pickles, I concur. I don't think it sounds like it's going to be good. Not only do I think it's not going to be good, I think it's going to make stuff in your, like, it's going to make it curdle, right? Like, the vinegar from the pickle, I feel like, doesn't go well with the ice cream. And I just, that was one thing my dad always told me when I was growing up. Like, I would eat pickles, and then I'd say something like, oh, I want some milk. And my dad would say, no. It makes sense to me. I mean, you can't have it. <laughs> there's a disgusting. There's a shot out there called. It's called the cement mixer. It's a shot of lime juice and a shot of uh, Bailey's, which is disgusting. It's really not. It's actually quite good, but it curdles in your mouth, and that's a sensation that mostly people w- do not like or will Same. not try it for. And Same. it's it's. I'll I'll tell you this. I like the shot, but it is a weird sensation. Yeah, I don't love that. I don't love this. He I says just, the the shop owner says that it's been re- it's gone really well and it's gotten mostly good reviews. You're a terrible person. I don't care, shop owner. You're a terrible person. I just I'm gonna it, look at a just, picture of it. It's just like all of a sudden pickles uh, became uh, avocados or something. Like they're everywhere. Yeah, and pickles should not be avocados. Avocados can be avocados because they're like a healthy fat and they they I feel like not necessarily like benefit, but they like. They do good for whatever sandwich yeah. it's put on. Yes, they do. For the most time, most part. Or your or your omelets or your like it's a it's a very good garnishment or if you want to eat it by itself whatever. Do you boo? You want something else that to me seems slightly unnecessary? Sure. Apparently. Oh boy. A lot of people were thinking that they needed to look like they had just been to Taco Bell this summer. So Taco Bell is selling bikinis. Oh, cool. Their online shop has a pattern of a two-piece bikini that has just their sauce packets on it. So in the picture I've got right here, it's it's a uh like a um not a maroon, maybe a more lavenderish purple background and then it's just sauce packets on top. And they also have floaties that look like uh Taco Bell sauce packets. $60. That's not bad. Where's the website? Is it just Taco Bell's website? It's Taco Bell's website. Taco Bell Taco Shop. 
This is not the, not the only thing Taco Bell's rolled out. They've got, got swim trucks, pool uh, pool floats, beach towels, and a beach umbrella. Dude, I like that they're making swag. I genuinely do. Yeah, probably. People are just going to buy it for the sake of buying it. Yeah, like me. I have not thought that as someone who's still trying to figure out that whole summer bod thing, I don't think I'm going to lean into it that much harder with Taco Bell sauce packet shorts. You know, I'm looking at these Taco Bell sauce, the swimsuit, but when I first searched Taco Bell swimsuit, it came up with like, where are these ones from? Poshmark. Okay. It came up with like these. I'll send you a picture of them. But they, they're like, they, it looks like they did the exact Taco Bell sauce packet. It looks like the Taco Bell sauce packet has been created into a swimsuit. Like one. Oh, this is a different those one. Those are nice. I like those. I disagree, but okay. Okay. I think they're cute. I think it's just, it's over the top. And conveniently enough, McCall, apparently you could save almost $1,500 a month. On car insurance? If, yeah. You could spend, save $1,500 a month on car insurance. I don't know Stop that you should have a tickets. driver's license anymore. Stop getting tickets. You could save $1,500 a month if you stop buying the non-essentials. And I believe oh. that Taco Bell bikini would be a non-essential. I think you're probably correct. It probably is. And maybe I should look into that. Here's but your, I think I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. Here's your top five things you could save money on. Impulse purchase, going out to lunch instead of packing one, takeout or delivery, drinks with friends, dinner at restaurants. So basically all food. Mine Stop is, spending money on food. Yeah, that's mine. Mine is all food. I need to go grocery shopping. But now I have cabinets so I can put my groceries in my cabinets in my kitchen. Yay, storage space for more groceries. Yeah, because Remember, nothing fits in my trailer. No unnecessary purchases if you want to get that Taco Bell bikini. <sighs> Either Taco Bell bikini or dinner, McCall. You make the choice. Mm. Which one do you want for the night? As one that likes dinner, I'm going to go with That's what I thought. Dinner. <laughs> we have to find out how her babysitting thing went. We're going to hear That's about right. that a little bit later this morning. Yep. We've got chances to win more than one also with the uh, Ultimate Home and Outdoor Expo. Now, McCall, we, uh, or we, I, no, I, we, I, poke fun at your moon magic abilities and in fact yesterday we put him to the test with google's predictive uh predictive response right five of them and we did we get you got one out of five not bad honestly i think i would i would have put you down for zero just because there's so many possible answers to predict thank you but how do you handle things like uh i don't know horoscopes or fortune cookies you know stuff that people could put faith in but you have no control over it's one thing with the moon and all that but that stuff is man-made, person-made. Yeah. How do you deal with those? Not well. Oh, really? Yeah, I got a terrible one the other day. Interesting. Like terrible, like you don't, you hope it doesn't come true? No, like bad. Like it was just dumb. <laughs> like I look at it and I've never had a worse one in my life. Oh, never had a worse? Okay. Not not a bad fortune cookie. No. Not a fortune cookie. I just dislike the worst fortune yep. cookie ever is what Absolutely. McCall said. Mm-hmm. AJ McCall, VFX, hit me. Hit so me. I went. Let's hear it. I went to a restaurant on, what was it, Wednesday? After the, we went to the gym. Because I was really craving Chinese food. So I go in, get some food, and I'm thinking, okay, this is going to be good. Get my fortune cookie. And the way you eat fortune cookies, they say you're supposed to, like, crack it. Take the fortune out, put the fortune down, don't read it until after you eat the fortune cookie. I usually eat half of it, but I do believe that if you don't eat the whole fortune cookie, it will not come true. Right. So anyway, 
I put it face down. Okay. Okay. And I'm eating my fortune cookie. And Dustin's like, are you ready? And I said, no, I got to eat my fortune cookie first so that I can read my fortune because it's going to come true. And Dustin's like, you have never done this before. And I was like, right, because I'm like taking on a new aspect of my life. So I'm like doing things different now. Oh, giving the fortune a little bit more power there, McCall. Yeah, because I wanted it to be like, oh, you will have money and prosper or something, something nice, right? You will be invited to the second Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner wedding. Yeah, like it's something cool. So I'm sitting there eating my fortune cookie and... I get finished and I look at the back and on the back it says learn Chinese watermelon. And it's got the word for watermelon and my lucky numbers are 43, 26, 50, 45, 56, 49. Okay. So I'm taking that into account. Usually if it has a 19 on the back, I'm like, ah, oh, it's going to manifest even more because 19 is my lucky number. It was my number in high school for volleyball and everything. Fair enough. So I flip it over and very important note before I even do this. I had to slide my fortune out because it was, there was only like a quarter of it that was in the cookie. I don't feel like that's a good sign. So it was like sticking out. So anyway, I open it and then I just like slid cookie it out. Doesn't have a fortune. Oh, right. No, just slide one in. So I That'd slid it out and then I just like put it down. I flip it over. And it says. Cookie said, you really crack me up, which is ironic because I didn't even have to crack it to freaking get the fortune out. Okay. This is the worst fortune it's cookie fortune. in the world. I know. It's like I'm like a bad dad joke. This is like a Laffy Taffy joke. Since when did fortune cookies become Laffy Taffy jokes? Like, I want something that's going to tell me you're going to make buku bucks and be rich and you're going to live the life of the lavish like Kim Kardashian or Taylor I- Swift. And here I am having the fortune cookie say, you crack me up. I hate you. I hate you, fortune cookie. I didn't even have to crack you up to get the fortune out. That's the ironic part of the whole thing. Normally, I would make fun of you, but I, I, I'm with you. I'd like a fortune as well, hence fortune cookie. This is terrible. No, it's bad. I agree. You're right. This is the worst fortune cookie. I would have demanded cookie. a cookie refi- I want another cookie. The this is worst bogus. fortune cookie I've ever had. I don't think Dustin even opened his now that I'm thinking about it. That's I think- just bad luck. You got to open. Here's what gets me. He didn't open it there. I think he opened it at home. No, no, still bad luck. You got to open it there. Well, it's fine because it probably tells him the same (laughs) stupid thing. That's true. true. Fortune cookies. I feel like now the Chinese places will give you like six, like six fortune Mm -hmm. cookies. No, just, just two. Yeah, we got two. It's a fortune. I'm, I've bought into this very moon magical agreement that I'm going to crack this cookie and it'll tell me something about my future. So don't give me six. Just give me two. Look, and maybe, just maybe, it was telling me my future. Like this this week, McCall, you're going to make people laugh or something. Like you crack me up because you're going to make me laugh on the radio. Okay, fine, whatever. Don't care. This is terrible. I don't think that that's... You're this expanding is, quite a bit, I think, if you're, if that's what you're hoping this for. This is probably the worst advice I've ever gotten. It's not even advice. This is the worst fortune I've ever gotten, okay? Because usually it's... Really it's not a fortune either. Usually it's something something along the lines of, like, oh, da, 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 like you're going to be rich and powerful and famous and blah, 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 blah. Now, are we complaining because it's not something you wanted to hear? Or do we have a little, no, little legitimate complaints? No, this is stupid! This You're is right. a stupid I'm just playing devil's fortune. Advocate. I'm playing devil's advocate. Well, stop it because we don't need a devil's advocate in this moment. This is a dumb fortune. A dumb, Cookie a- said, you crack me up. I'm Stop sorry. It. I don't go to Chinese places for joke cookies. I, I go to Chinese places for fortune cookies. And delicious food. And delicious food. Also needs to be added on there. <laughs> this is the worst, absolute worst advice I've ever received.
in my life. Okay, well, I could use your help, McCall, because I could use actual advice, not advice from a cookie. Great, perfect. We have a Love problem it. in my house that goes way beyond a cookie's understanding. And I got to be honest, if it involved me, I would have already yelled some curse words at some people. Okay. But I'm secondhand in this one, and I don't, I don't know what to do. And since you open packages all the time, yes, I feel like you can at least point me in the direction of what in the heck I need to ha- have happen or how to deal with my, my problem. Because people are being dumb. Your cookie was dumb. I raised you dumb people not doing their jobs and possibly lying. Yeah. I need your advice. Hey, McCall, how many packages would you say you get on an average week? On an average week, zero. But over the course of, I would say on the average of a year, if I were to base them over that, I don't know, maybe like 14. <laughs> so 14 over the year. Okay. That is why I need your advice, because okay, you get great. way more packages than I do. Great. Okay. AJ McCall on VFX. So Ashley bought a new phone earlier this year, and it came with one of those things like, you can receive a free item. She got headphones, but you'll get it in six months because we can't give it to you now for whatever reason. Correct. So it's taken forever. She's waited two months for it, and they said, finally, like last week, uh, it's being shipped to you, right? Right. So Wednesday, supposedly... Nobody said anything, but she went and checked her tracking number, and it said, it's been delivered. It's been signed for by a name that neither of us recognize, and she immediately texted me. So none of neither of us know this name, so we okay. checked it with our landlord because we live in a triplex. Right, so maybe it's it was someone else, none right? None of our neighbors. Okay, weird. It was at 10-0-something, so she wasn't home because she works till after right, 3, and, and you I'm home. still here, obviously. Right. So we weren't home, so she, of course, calls it because this package has just vanished. Right. Here's the explanation given to her. At first they said, well, we don't know why it's not there. Okay. And love we're going to do some investigating because we it should that. definitely be there. It's, it said it was delivered, blah, 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 blah. So then somebody came back, a higher up said, I'm taking charges now and said that even though it said it was delivered, we don't have your address in our system. So it definitely wasn't delivered. So it's now on the driver to investigate this, which... Kind of gives me pause because at first glance, uh, maybe the driver's the problem. So having someone investigate who may have lost the package. It's possible. Doesn't seem like it is helpful to the situation. Right. Because no one knows where this package is all of a sudden. And here's what gets me the most. They told her that if they don't call her back or it's not delivered by Monday at 2, she needs to call, I think Samsung's who she got her phone from, and handle it on their end because they don't know where it is. Which doesn't make any sense because they gave her the notification, we have your package, it's being delivered. Uh, I think it makes a lot of sense from from this, just outside looking in, because they're first reaching out to the driver. So the driver is supposed to be the one that they have to discuss it with. So if the driver can't track it and I get, there's a possibility there has been in Florida or not people that are drivers for Amazon and whatever that have been in trouble because they have stolen packages. I'm not saying that is the case necessarily in Utah. So it makes sense because if the driver can't locate the package, if the driver never got the package, then that means that Samsung, because this happens, we had this happen with, because uh, we purchase stuff from HomeDepot.com all the time to be able to get it delivered to our house so we don't have to come into town, get it, and then go home. We've had two packages that they've sent false delivery numbers to. The package has been signed for by a separate person, 
and then they say, oh, what? they created this this package number, package ID number, okay. attached it to this thing. It happened with our bathroom fan. Attached it to this item, but never shipped it. So it ended up getting shipped at the same time as other packages that were leaving that same place uh-huh. and ended up getting shipped out. But they never had a box for it. They never had an actual box. So the items stayed in the warehouse. They ended up selling this whisper quiet fan that we had for our bathroom. And so then they had to they ended up giving us a way nicer one for the price of the the cheaper one, which okay. was really nice. But that's what ended up happening is they shipped it. They created a shipping label, shipped it out, and we had to contact Home Depot.com. We had to contact the actual like big head warehouse whatever place I knew you were to the right figure out to ask for this. yeah to figure out what was going on so if the delivery driver can't locate it again as long as we don't have a situation like we did in Florida where the Amazon delivery driver and I'm not saying that that's the case in Utah especially like in Logan because I know a lot of the delivery drivers and I would say that's not the case we know a lot of the delivery drivers and I would say that's not the case so that's why you have to contact the driver, figure out if there was actually a package there or not. That's just... Okay. Isn't that so mind-blowing, though? Yeah, because... It's crazy. I, mean, I get what you're saying, and I guess now my rage has receded to the delivery system based on the fact that you've had the same thing. Right. But that's so dumb to me that all of that can unfold. There's a number, it says it shipped, it says it got there, but then it never left the warehouse. Yep. Well, and that's that's what happened because we that were thinking no we were thinking that maybe somebody stole it off of our front porch, which was crazy because Dustin's home all day long. Right. And, you know, he's working from home all well, day long, so it's not like he's like... just sitting at home all day long. And so that's why he was he had to contact them and was like, "Hey, what's going on?" That's what didn't make sense either because we know our neighbors decently well, especially our upstairs neighbor. And right. so uh, maybe they could have used a fake name as a potential theory, but it's not. And that's nobody was home. Right. So it's not like they knocked on the door and someone was like popped there. out and was like, yeah, oh, I can hello. sign for it. Right. So, well, and that's that's what happened. When, a lot of things that ain't adding up. Because we, we had to call the delivery driver. And when we called the delivery driver, they said we haven't made any deliveries to that place my town where I live. That's crazy. All day. That or for, for like a week. Insane. I think it was for like a week. But still, anyway, they said you have to contact the warehouse shipping. And so then Dustin contacted the warehouse shipping and ended up getting it all sorted out. So that's why you have to contact the delivery driver because they can confirm or not that they were actually there. And then you have to contact the warehouse that's to figure crazy. out where it's at. Okay, well, Crazy, huh? My anger has subsided. I knew I knew you were the right person to ask. Thank I you. I knew you were the right person to ask. Thank you. I cannot believe in this day and age of technology, though, that all of that can be done and then I the, know. the box never left this warehouse. Isn't it crazy? That's ridiculous. Absolutely not. That is ridiculous. Okay, McCall alluded to it several times. Uh, I don't think Porch Pirates is the end of my story. No. But it has definitely been the end of several... Florida or not stories. AJ McCall on VFX. We got to get back on the winning side. We don't want to be hanging with that L over our head all weekend long. So if you would kindly please, McCall, give us the headline. Headline number one. Lady almost crashed into a police car. And the police obviously got out and was like, uh, what are you doing? Claims it on her Taco Bell nachos. Taco Bell back in Florida not. Story number one. You Story- think she's going to end up with a bikini? I'm based on the fact no. that she's at Florida not. I'm no. saying yes. Story number two. Guy wearing a baby bonnet stole baby formula from a grocery store. Um. Okay. What was was the thought process there? Be like, oh, that's 
This is totally natural. No one will look at me at all like I'm a weirdo. I have no idea. And story number three, a lady steals a parking spot at a Costco and then defends it with a machete. Jesus, Pete. I like, don't be wrong. I take parking very seriously, but wow. Walk a little. It's okay. It's not a big deal. Whew. Getting right to business today. Oh, yeah. 435-787-0945. Team up with me and to win Florida or not. Definitely want to get back on the winning side for VFX's Florida or not. And I'm not sure if it was a good omen, AJ and McCall at VFX, that McCall got a fortune cookie she hated, so you're off your game, or if that means you're more focused. Oh, Because you were definitely upset. Yes. Because it's a dumb fortune cookie. Take it. No, I agree. It it wasn't even a fortune. It was a dumb joke cookie. (laughs) I don't know know if that means you're going to take it out on us. Speaking of which, Annie, you had any bad fortune cookies recently? I haven't had any bad fortune cookies. I need to go eat some Chinese. Yeah, you that do. Is, that is an assessment I agree with a thousand percent of the time. My fortune cookie was absolutely horrible. I got one that said, cookie oh. said, you really crack me up. That's the worst. Oh, that's that the, is horrible. I think right. it just means you have to get Chinese food again. Yeah, so I can get another bad fortune cookie. One? <laughs> have terrible. you ever gotten a blank one? That's I, really horrible. Ooh, that is horrible. That would like just existential. I feel. That, I feel with dread. Like that doesn't feel good at all. Why is it blank? If see, and that's where you and I differ because I'd look at it and be like, oh, my future is a blank slate. I can do whatever I want. Nah, cool. I wouldn't see it that way. Oh, that's how I see it. All there right. You go. If, if I, you were happened to uh, and to get a blank one now, it would mean that you're going to win Florida or not. That's what's in your future. So let's hear these three full stories and get this W. All right. Cool. Story number one. Lady almost crashed into a cop car last month, and she blamed it on eating Taco Bell nachos. That may have been part of the reason, but she was also drunk, so she got arrested for a DUI. Well, let's so. be honest. Normally, you're, uh, no offense to Taco Bell, I do enjoy the food, but most people that go there have been under the influence for a little bit. That's usually the, the number one place people go to after a night hanging with their friends. Yeah. yeah. Speaking from college experience. But the officer said that the nacho thing checked out. There was shredded cheese all over the center console. At first, the driver refused to get out of the Jeep, saying she had two prior drunken driving convictions and was a single mom. <laughs> Guys, guys, I've already oh. done this twice. You can't get me you again. It's fine, okay? <laughs> Third time oh is not the charm. Okay, story number one. Then story number two, some guy went into a grocery store last month wearing a baby bonnet and shoplifted 28 cans of baby formula. Cops have been trying to track him down. I, <laughs> That's really weird. I can't so believe nobody weird. stopped that guy. You know they clocked him at the door if you got a Dude, baby bonnet on. he's in <laughs> a freaking motorized cart. Oh, well, he did. He, he got away at the speed of a runaway turtle. Why did nobody stop him? 28. 28 cans of baby formula. What is wrong with people? That's ridiculous. So weird. That's crazy. Oh, Very crazy. That's story number two and story number three. Some lady uh, could be facing some charges after she sold someone's parking spot at a Costco last Sunday and then pulled out a machete after they yelled at her. Okay, great. That's really what's happening with people. Right, like, it's okay to walk a little bit. You'll be fine. She reached into her car, pulled the machete out, and then acted like she was about to swing it, and the other woman backed off and called the cops. Well, yeah, what, what are you going to do there? Totally back down. There's no other option. An insane person pulled a machete out of the vehicle. Reasonable. There you go. Those are your three crazy stories, Annie. Oh, jeez. Okay, Annie. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm actually kind of thinking that it's number two. The, uh, that seems the craziest out of all of them. Yeah. The baby bonnet stealing baby food. I just, I, I'm kind of with you because how does nobody stop him? He's in a motorized car. Those things don't pick up that much speed. He's in a bonnet. He steals baby formula. Nobody's like, you know what? Maybe we ought to call somebody. 
They should have been following him around the store when he came in with a baby bonnet on. Yeah, right? you just you peek down the aisle, see how it's going. All right, he's in the aisle. Oh, he's moving to four. He's moving to four. Joe's going to four. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I'm with Teddy you. Let's let's out. do two because it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. We're going with story number two, McCall. Is it the baby bonnet bandit? It is, Annie. Yes! Congratulations. Woo-hoo! Congratulations, Annie. You are going to the uh, Ultimate Home and Outdoor Expo with a chance with your key to win that grand prize. Yeah. AJ McCall's Florida Not on VFX. We still got more chances to win this morning. A few more VIP entries to give away. But McCall, we've been known to play McCall's uh, What's in McCall's Car every once in a while. That's right. And it's been things such as uh, the goat cage still sticks with me because that's the most crazy one, I think, still to date. But there's been a couple of things. What, a tutu? Was it a, a Nerf gun once? Machete, I think, would be my new favorite if that happened to be the answer the next time we play. Do you have yeah. anything that could rival a machete? I don't want you to incriminate yourself. There's some kind of unregistered Glock or something in the car. <laughs> no, all of my Glocks are registered, okay? I figured. But I was just, just saying, like... Who who drives around with a machete? It's not like she's going through the jungle leading a, an expedition. What what do you need that for? Why do you have that? I had a friend that wanted to buy a machete at Smith and Edwards. Have you ever been to Smith and Edwards? I'm going to answer that already. His answer is no. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. They're in like it's kind of like West. I don't even remember what it's called. <laughs> uh, it's not West Haven. It's like. Uh, it's gone. I can't even remember what the name is. Anyway, so like barely south of Willard. Okay. Mm-hmm. They have literally everything and they had machetes for $5. And when I was in high school, there was a kid that I was hanging out with a lot and he said, I want a machete. And then he bought one. Uh, my brother bought himself a sword on vacation and we're supposed to be going to Asia later this year. And he's like, are you going to get a samurai sword? I'm like, no. no. And he's like, oh, I'm going to get one. How are you going to get that home? Right. What are you going to do? How are you going to get that? Like, he he has a mount for it and everything. I'm like, oh, thank goodness. If Knights from the Round Table burst in here, right. how you'll about, be able to defend yourself. How about just, I don't know, order one? I I'm have, sure if you I were don't. to order one, you would get one from there anyway. I, no idea. But now he's fascinated with swords. Just saying that. I'm not, I'm not encouraging you, McCall, to drive around with a machete. Thank I'm you. just saying. If you had one in your car the next time we play What's in McCall's Car. No one would be surprised? I got to be honest, probably not. It would also be my new favorite. That would top the goat cage. Florida Not at VFX every weekday, 6.50. Now, McCall, I feel like we're taught as we grow up, and I think one of our underlying messages, because we talked about the what and the why uh, with this self-improvement kick that we're on a little bit earlier this week, AJ McCall at VFX. And, uh, you know, we're taught that you have a voice. You know, you have an opinion, and you should fight for what uh, you believe in. And sometimes, a lot of the time, I feel like we're beaten down because what's done is done. However, this week, a victory for the voices. Okay. So this week, they released the Sonic trailer that I don't think really anybody was asking for that movie, but whatever. Right. It's like, okay, cool, whatever, fun. And Sonic was terrifying. I know. I'll never see it. I'll never see it. However, it has been announced the director said after criticism, and a lot of it, they're going to redesign him ahead of the movie. Oh, good. Thank goodness. His teeth were weird. It was just a weird. If you haven't seen it, I think there's a, there's a link on our Facebook page, Utah's yes, VFX. Definitely scary. shared the trailer a couple days ago. But uh, no, 
Just just know. He's scary. He looks terrifying. Well, what worries me, and I know you're not as much of a gamer, but they video game movies don't do well. Like, they just no, do not do a good no, job. No, they really don't. And so when they released that, I was like, ah, cool concept. Like, Jim Carrey looked great. Right. But I was like, Sonic looks terrifying. Yeah. But they've said they're going to change him ahead of the movie. I think it's out in November. I think it's sometime this fall. So, hey, you got a voice, McCall. Use your voice. Maybe it's a singing voice. I do have a one of those. You do has a singing voice? I do has a singing voice. And I probably will use one of those. Sadly, Look, I can't breathe very well right now. I feel like that would be anti-singing voice. Yeah, it's a little hard. It's a little terrifying and bad. And I hate it. Do you think if you were a, a singer, because McCall, like one of McCall's uh, fun facts about herself is that she auditioned to be on The Voice. Right. And I didn't make it, which is why I'm in radio. <laughs> Do you think you'd have a whole regime, like of what, for, like, like for to keep your voice healthy? Oh, like definitely. Breathables and honey, please. Neck r- <laughs> I already do this. Okay, <laughs> I already have a regime for my voice, and I'm not doing a very good job with it. Usually, it involves. Uh, I'll do like a. I have like a lemon ginger tea, and I do like a lemon ginger tea with a bunch of like natural like honey from from the area because it helps with my allergies a lot that is the old wise tale i've also heard also very true and so i'll do that and then i usually use like a humidifier in my house in my room so that i can breathe and what else do i normally do i don't have like a eucalyptus rub or anything for my throat but i don't i thought you were serious about this mccall i don't know how much that would even be i feel like that would be expensive it's your voice is there any price that you can put on your voice? Yeah. I mean, I think management's already done that. <laughs> but I need, maybe I need to get a eucalyptus rub. I don't know. <laughs> a trip to the VFX Musical Lounge, I believe. Is in store? It's still to come this hour. Oh, and yes. don't forget, McCall did a, a first had an interesting experience yesterday with her, as she calls it, sister's kid. My sister's kid. We're still going to be talking about that a little bit later He's today. Adorable. Remember, 68255, the number to text. Sorry, text with VFX. With your musical ability, we're just talking about McCall. I'm assuming, or I would hope, you took your ukulele when you went to babysit your ne- I almost said uncle. Nephew <laughs> I yesterday. Didn't, I didn't babysit my uncle. I babysit my nephew. And yes, I did Smart. take my musical Smart. My musical ukulele. AJ and McCall at VFX. We'll find out how that experience went for McCall a little bit later. It was so cute, by the way. I'll tell you right now with the ukulele. Is he going to be a ukulele player? Yeah. It was amazing to see the reaction from him. I'll show you. I'll show you Is there a baby's first ukulele? (laughs) Have you seen ukuleles? A ukulele is a baby's first ukulele. It's itty bitty. Well, you could just start with one of those, you know, there's always those toy instruments. No. Get him interested in the sounds at least. Well, he's interested in the sounds of this one. It was cool. He played with it a little bit. Nice. It was so cute, AJ. So oh, cute. I'm looking forward to it. We'll talk about that a little bit later this morning. Uh, speaking of though, you singing, you said you can't breathe. Right. And yesterday, of course, since we had like snow two days ago, we were talking about the five things that ruin spring. Right. And allergies was number one on the list. How you doing? Fine. Not really. I can't breathe. <laughs> I was going to say, that sounded it's like one terrible. of those lines where it was like, fine. Well, you can, you can hear it in my, like, you can hear it. I told Dustin yesterday, <laughs> like, right in. You can't see what McCall did, but she went, you can hear it. Just put her whole hand over her you face. You can hear it, like, in my upper <laughs> portion. 
<laughs> like I try not to talk out of my nose very often. That's something that like singing and doing doing singing with a couple of different schools and stuff. That's what it taught me was how to not direct up into my nasal cavity, but to like of course like to lift my soft palate, cover that up, and then like talk just out the bottom portion. Yes, beautiful singing. I cannot. Like everything up here is moving down and I'm dying. And so it's like McCall will still congested have upside down face. It's like congested in my throat. And I told Dustin yesterday under my eyes, like right here in my, where my, it's not, it's like my cheekbones that come clear up underneath here into my like nose mm-hmm. hurt. Like they hurt so bad. And I told Dustin, I was like, this hurts. And he's like, well, stop touching your face. That would be a good start, I would think. God bless if him. If it's tender, don't poke at it. Ow. Ow. Yeah, that Ow. would seem like not, that would seem like solid advice. Yeah. I wouldn't think you'd need a fortune cookie to tell you that one. No, definitely not. Well, after all the tweets and pictures and comments we got, I can only assume that McCall's musical thoughts this, this week is about the snow because everybody was nope. upset that we got snow Mm-mm. two days ago. Nope. What? We got snow in flipping April. Why I'm is upset that about that, is? but that's not what it is. It's about my face problems. My face. <laughs> Killing the face me too. problems. <laughs> Call me a fortune cookie with that joke. All right, we'll Thanks, take a Grandpa. trip to the. <laughs> I've well, never heard that joke before. You're welcome. You know what? You can keep that one on the house. We're gonna take a trip to the VFX Musical Lounge for McCall's musical thoughts. It's not on snow. It's on face problems. She'll explain more as she gets out her ukulele. I really think it should have been about the snow, McCall. It wasn't about the snow. Okay, AJ McCall at VFX. We're going to the VFX Musical Lounge. What is McCall's musical thoughts about there? Allergy season. Okay, a close second, I Uh, suppose. mm -hmm, It's terrible. What was it called? Allergy season. I'm just making sure. I knew that was what it was about. I didn't know if that was the name as well. Yep. McCall's musical thoughts on VFX. Pass the banner drill. Oh, oh, cause I can't tell. It's allergy season. Shall I stay? I would sneeze on you. Oh, oh, cause I. everything oh like a river flows surely to the sea darling so it goes allergy season is upon us so take my hand and guide me to the The pollen counts, oh, I can't help it, it's allergy, oh, it's
it's allergy season. Thank you. I hate allergies. <laughs> say, needless to say, you're you're not very happy with spring right now. No. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you're not happy with spring. How did your nephew respond, by the way, to uh, to the ukulele? Because if you think about it, right, that's sort of his first concert. Yeah. Uh, he responded very well. I think kids in general with music, I think it's a, it's a natural response for them to, like, stop. It was really cute because he was kind of fussy. And as he was getting kind of fussy, I started playing my ukulele. And it was like I strummed it. And he immediately stopped and, like, perked up and, like, looked over like, hello? What's that? And so it was really cute because he would watch. And so I started singing and playing my ukulele. And as I was singing and playing my ukulele to him, towards the end of the song that I was singing, he started like, ah! (laughs) And I was like, why are you scared? Don't be scared. And so then I kept singing and then he'd go, ugh. Uh, like he wanted to sing too. He's going for the high notes. It and was he's the like, ah, oh, that's cutest, not in my register. Right. It was the cutest thing. So he kept kind of grunting and it was it was just really, really <laughs> sweet. Uh he ended up playing with the ukulele <laughs> while we were sitting. Free there. Bird on my ukulele. He's it's a fine. He picked say? it up and then he started playing. He's so talented. It was amazing. I, yeah. So anyway, yeah, he, he really loved it. It was really cute. So fun fact, that rendition that I did, um, of obviously the the originals can't can't help falling in love. Elvis did the OG OG. Right. Um, but there have been so many renditions of it. Tyler Joseph from Twenty One Pilots has an incredible rendition that he does. Right. Um Ingrid Michaelson is actually the one that I took that last little things from. Mm-hmm. Fun fact. One of my favorites. One of my favorite renditions, but not not because of the song itself, but because of the significance that Ingrid Michaelson has in my life. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I can't. I love her. We can't be in McCall's musical lounge and not be, follow up on that. Yeah. If that's the case, we need to hear this inspiration behind this week's song. We're sitting down with local artist McCall Taylor, oh. fresh off her hot new single, Allergy Season, from McCall's thank Musical you. Thoughts on VFX. Thank you, hello. Now, McCall, thank you for taking the time to join us. And if I could ask you, what's the inspiration behind a song like that? Well, first, AJ, I'd like to say thank you for having me in the studio. Oh, happy to do it. But uh, I would also like to say, because I can't breathe, that is literally the inspiration behind behind a single like this. Well, it's interesting you say that because I feel like if you couldn't breathe, writing songs would be the last thing. I, well, no, performing songs. Maybe not writing. Writing would make sense. Performing songs would be the last thing on your mind. Hence the massive gasping for air throughout the entire performance. Allergies. <gasps> Suck so bad. Oh, oh. And I can't help it. I can't freaking breathe now. So what's your inspiration behind that song? Because, of course, we have you in here every week with a brand new song from McCall's Musical Thoughts with AJ and McCall on VFX. Right. Literally just not being able to breathe. Like, that's literally where the allergy season Well, I thought you said something about that song being very important, the Ingrid Michaels song. Oh, the song song. I thought you were saying that, I'm sorry, I thought you were saying, like, my writing of the song. Are you sure your allergies don't affect your ears as well? Could this be a severe case? Hello? Hello, I can't hear. The pressure so, on your eardrums. Ouch. So the uh, the song itself, the Ingrid Michaelson rendition of, of what's it called? Can't Help Falling in Love. Right. Uh, so 
Ingrid Michaelson is actually the very first artist that I ever saw in concert. So it was my six, 17th birthday. I was turning 17 and we went to, or was it my 18th birthday? Who was I dating at that time? Had to have been my 18th birthday. <laughs> oh, a little tea here while we interview local artist McCall tea. Taylor. So it had to have been my 18th birthday because of the shirt that I was wearing was for a, it was for a Sadie Hawkins dance. And so I purchased it for a Sadie Hawkins dance. And so it had to have been after said <laughs> like Sadie Hawkins dance. I like how you can dance. remember the shirt way more than you can remember who you were dating. No, I remember who I was dating uh, sure, because I'm that's sure. who I was the going shirt stood to out dance more. with. It's fine. So uh, anyway, I wasn't with the person I was dating at the concert. I was with my mom at the concert. Of course. So just as a little side note. So Ingrid Michaelson is the very first artist that I ever watched in concert. She's one of my favorites. I absolutely love her. My whole... Uh, high school I would say area I spent a lot of time listening to more of the indie underground music not that Ingrid Michaelson was like indie underground at that point in time she had a couple of pretty pretty big hits but she was one of my favorites she was in the venue in Salt Lake so she was still really small obviously we're not like at Vivint or anything if you've ever been to in the venue it's like literally the size of three studios like it's tiny it's right. this itty bitty little venue and it was really good it was amazing i would love to go watch her in concert again although there was a lady that was in front of me that was like dancing like erotically we could say <laughs> and i was like this is ingrid michaelson she was just Stop. Into the music this is not we are not at like a usher concert are you or kidding like, me i had to resist the urge to twerk during mccall's musical thoughts that's my jam <sighs> stop it you need to stop that right now. This is making me very uncomfortable. I feel like I'm going to get up and walk out of the studio because I don't know what's happening. So the needless to say, your nephew will remember his first performance of all time, which was you on the ukulele. And we'll be talking to him in about 20 years when he becomes world famous. Be like, well, it was actually my cool aunt McCall. She played for me. And it was just at that moment at six oh, months old, it snapped for me. Music's what I want to do with the rest of my life, man. Right? That's what we're going to hear. I'll set an appointment. No. Oliver, you're, you're set to come on the morning show 20 years from now. Well, how about May 3rd, 2039? Okay, cool. Sure, great. Let's do it. <laughs> McCall babysat her nephew yesterday, and uh, what would you say your mood was going into that, McCall? You were driving down to get to your nephew to prepare for that whole event. It was crazy. Like, I spent a lot of time. Um, people are going to think that I'm such a crazy person. I'm a little bit of a hippie, okay, and I'm very into, like, the energy side of things, uh, especially when it comes to babysitting kids. Uh, taking care of of kids because there's so much that little kids pick up on based on again I'm so sorry like this sounds like such a hippie thing this is just what I believe in this is this is how I how I believe in things um kids pick up on on the kind of energy that you're putting out so if you're stressed kids pick up on it it's the same thing with horses okay I'm not saying kids and horses are the exact same yes but, that's clearly but, the analogy you just made like horses can tell if you're stressed or something while you're riding like you always have to be really confident when you're riding otherwise right. horses will take advantage of it kids are the same freaking way like i learned that yesterday as i was like taking care of a kid uh but i spent a lot of time kind of getting into like a headspace where i was not stressed where i could be loving where i could like put off like a good vibe basically so i could be like I don't know. It was kind of a lot of almost meditation as I was driving. Driving. Please tell me your eyes were not closed while you were driving. No, I was not okay. sitting in like a meditated stance. I was driving, oh. but I was sitting in a point where I was 
clearing my head, clearing my thoughts, and and getting to a like a neutral zone. So then the answer was you were maybe a little bit anxious as you were driving down. No. At least to start. Nervous, anxious. I was a little, a little bit stressed. nervous, more so the day before. The ah. night before, and I spent time kind of like, okay, you got to figure this out. Well, we finally got to find out how that went, and we will for the debate date coming up in about 10 minutes on VFX. A big deal yesterday for McCall. A yeah. big uh, pin in the auntie cap. Auntie. AJ McCall on VFX for the debate date. And McCall, we've all been waiting. How did it go? It went really well. I got to spend all afternoon with him. I went over about noon and my sister got home at like six. And so I babysat all afternoon and it was good. But I don't know that kids are for me. What about babysitting your nephew again? Maybe. What about babysitting other people? Maybe friend, kids no. of friends. No. Not I, at all. Mm-mm. I will babysit. I will babysit all over again. But Signed, sealed, delivered. No more babysitting for you, McCall. Nope. I, I used to babysit a lot growing up. Uh-oh. And I, that's how I made my hustle growing up. I used to babysit. A lot. I feel like there's there's a lot of people out there with that. I feel like yeah. a lot of people at some point in, in your lives have had a babysitter at some point in time. Now, the question is, maybe you've repaid the favor. Maybe you've subbed in, as McCall has, as the, the good aunt or the good uncle or the good cousin, whatever it may be. But the question is, which story is the nightmare story? The babysitter or the babysitty? That's what we're going to find out. Which side has it worse for the debate at eight? And I'm sure, McCall, you had a lovely time yesterday. I feel like I, it was you fun, didn't. Yeah. You would have told me if anything crazy would have happened. But Correct. I know. I know. During your your hustle, as you put it, some things went awry. Yeah. And I've had some injuries along the way as well. Oh, beautiful. Who has it worse? The babysitter or the babysitter? You want to hear your nightmare stories? 435-787-0945 for the debate at eight. We are going to determine what is worse, being the babysitty or the babysitter for the debate today. And luckily, much like with my uh, mail advice earlier today, earlier this morning, AJ McCall at VFX, I've got someone in the building with me. What? In the studio, dare I say. What? With plenty of babysitting experience. Is it me? Yeah. Fresh off oh, of uh, yeah. watching out for your, your nephew. I, I think you have some opinions on this. I do. I have a couple of opinions, plus I spent a lot of time babysitting as a kid, so, you know. Yeah, exactly. So, Gracie, nice to have a call. What is your horror story? Who has it worse, babysitter or babysitty? Babysit E, because my old babysitter used to make rabbit stew and squirrel hamburgers and stuff because her husband was a hunter and she always had it in the fridge. How did you find out that it was, like, rabbit is one thing, but how did you find out it was squirrel? My mom told my sister and my sister told me. Oh, classic siblings. Have you had (laughs) squirrel since? No, I've had rabbit, but not squirrel. Um, is that bordering on... Some form of weird cruelty, feeding kids squirrel. I mean, if you pass by their parents, it's fine. I don't know. It, thanks for calling, Gracie. I, it, and it, it depends a little bit on like where they lived, obviously. And okay, whatever, now now that so. you're saying this, maybe I'm wrong. But dare I ask, have you had squirrel? 
do I want to answer this or am I going to get like attacked by people? I don't, maybe I'm the weird one. I'm not well, from out west. I maybe just, squirrel's a delicacy here. I just don't know if I say any. I don't really want to say anything because I don't want people coming at me. Yeah, you're not giving away the answer whatsoever right now. I know, but but if people are recording this so that they can get the audio of whether I have or whether I haven't, then there's no confirmation nor nor denying on on either front. <laughs> you dig? That was my whole reason for this debate today. So that people can sue me? Cool. <laughs> uh, dare I ask, McCall, did you ever have any problems when it came to preparing food no. with your baby cities? Because no. that's a vote for the... Ugh. Maybe it's okay. What am I? I don't know. I've never had squirrel. I'll I'll take back my up. Maybe it's delicious. Who's to say? Ugh. I didn't have a problem ever um, getting food for people. Like I never had a problem making food for people growing up. Okay. Thankfully, you most of the time when I would babysit, people would leave food for me. To cook or to Good. make or whatever. You're welcome. Yeah. Hirers of the babysitter. Yeah. Or they would order things like um like pizza or like takeout yes. type stuff and yes. bring it. Did you ever have any problems when it came to the any of the utilities in the house? Any utilities? Yes. Yeah. Wash machine. When I was babysitting. Microwave. Microwave. Oven. Refrigerator. Microwave. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't cooking food. It's because you've just said that cooking was the food was never the problem. No, it wasn't food. Ugh. Oh, boy. It was things that shouldn't have. Been oh, there. splendid. No. Okay. Well, we'll hear that story. Get McCall's official vote for who has it worse babysitter, babysitter. We want to hear your horror stories as well. Four three five seven eight seven zero nine four five. You want to keep a little bit more secret. Maybe you're still getting your hustle on babysitting. 68255 is the number to text. Start your text with VFX. But all we know is McCall had a problem with the microwave and it wasn't about cooking food. This is going to get messy, literally and Ugh. figuratively. I think if you've babysat or been baby sated, sitted, sitting, sit, sotten, I don't sat know what the past is. Got it. Baby sat on. <laughs> Long enough, you definitely have to have a horror story. The definitely. question is for the debate today on VFX who has it worse, babysitter or. Dealing with the kids and the parents, or babysitter dealing with maybe just a bad babysitter. And what are your horror stories? Beatrice, who has it worse? Babysitter, babysitter. Absolutely a babysitter. Those little things carry more diseases than rats. Whoa, whoa. Look, I don't know that I want to babysit either, but that might be a little over the top, don't you think? No, it's scientifically true. You can get, there are more communicable diseases that you can get from an 18-month-old baby than you'd get petting a New York City rat. Google it. No. Did you say no? I'm not Googling that. I don't want to know. I know that there's a saying out there that if you become a teacher, you'll get more sick, I think, the first year you teach than you ever will in your life just because so many kids will pass germs. Which is true. Uh, So I, I think he's right. I also find that true, side note. With working at the bank because of the germs that get passed oh, around with the money probably, yeah, and great stuff, example. I got sick a lot that very first year that I worked at the bank. Ugh. Again, not that I'm saying that teachers and bank workers are the same because I know people are going to come at me for that too. McCall, how dare you? Teachers have a really hard job. Teachers have a job that I would never be able to accomplish, okay? I love our teachers and I'm proud of our teachers, but I got way sick because of the amount of germs that came into the bank specifically. And I'm sure that teachers, when they get sick, it's because of the kids. 
Oh, definitely. Did you ever catch anything while babysitting to back this up? No. But I, I didn't even think about that. And I'm like, oh, hand sanitizer, hand sanitizer. Just most of the bathe time, in Purell. Most of the time when the kids that I was babysitting were sick, the parents would call and say, hey, I'm taking off work. I don't need your help today. I'm going to take care of them. Thank goodness, parents. I know, right? Who has it worse, babysitter, babysitting? And we still have to hear McCall's story. But first, uh, Rachel, babysitter, babysitting, who's got it worse? Probably a babysitter because when I was a little kid, I was pretty vicious. And so I once bit a babysitter and they got infected. And so whenever we went out, they put me on a leash because I'd run everywhere. And of course, because of the biting too. (laughs) When I picture a leash, I picture a call. You're you're talking like full on like upper body harness here, right? Yes. And I was really bad on them. Like I would run away and I dislocated one of my babies babysitter's arms before okay yeah you're a nightmare it's confirmed (laughs) okay so recap real quick thank you rachel for diamond on yourself that takes a lot of courage yeah it does infected bite kid on a leash dislocated arm from being uh, the kid on a leash who are the people that their her parents, Rachel's parents, subjected her? Be like, hey, can you? She's she's great. Could you just watch her for the day? Uh, that's probably why she she probably had a lot of babysitters. This is why. Jeez. That's what ended up happening with me when I ended up babysitting. Uh, said kids that were literal devil children. Yeah. So your story is it worse than that? It's pretty that bad. That was bad. It's pretty Rachel's bad. Rachel's story was bad. It's not great. Okay, I got to I got to be honest with you. So then your the vote future for... of this story is grim. <laughs> so you... Thanks fortune cookie. You're welcome. So your your vote for who has it worse between babysitter and babysitting would be babysitter. Yep. Okay, wait, we've been waiting. So to recap, the debate today trying to figure out who has it worse and McCall said that it involved the microwave but not cooking. Right. So what in the heck happened? Uh I had some kids that I was babysitting. That put a cat in the microwave. And they didn't just like put the cat in the microwave. They cooked the cat in the microwave. Okay. I think I'm going to ask the question that I feel like 99% of us are thinking right now. What were you doing when said cat got put in the microwave? Just out of curiosity. Not accusing you. Just curious. I was literally watching the other kid throw another cat out the window. Right. Okay. So I had to go gather that child. And then I came downstairs and I was like, what stinks? And they're like, oh, Whatever his name is, is in the microwave. And I was like, oh my God, don't, 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 don't. What What kid does that? Why are you a devil child? And then the parents came back for lunch. They had to come back and grab something. And she said, oh, I just have to come grab Hellboy. And I said, he's right there. He just put a cat in the microwave. Hello, take him. I feel like you were justified in calling the police. I should have. But I didn't. I called my mom. I think my mom called the police because my mom was working as like the assistant to the county attorney at the, at oh, the time. So she had friends. You had connections. Okay. She had friends. <laughs> so I think she called them and was like, hey. Yeah. yeah. You got to go check on these yeah. people. So then my follow-up question would be, did you ever babysit for them no. again? I never got paid for it either, by the way. Wow. They yeah. microwaved a cat and you didn't get paid for it? Yep. It was terrible. It was the worst experience like the of, of my life. beginning of a Stephen King novel. I know. Probably for the rest of their lives. I don't know what happened with them. I don't know if these children are okay. If The children are probably grown up now because I was like 15. And if you're listening and you are the one that microwaved the cat, can you call me and apologize, please? Do you feel bad about it? Do also, you not you feel bad McCall about it? Also, you owe $20. Also, yeah. Hello? I would love that $20. 
Okay, well, the Jeez. poll of the day falls in line with you, McCall. Yeah, babysitters have it way worse. 67% of people on Hands Twitter said down. babysitters have it worse. On Facebook, 71% of people said babysitters have it worse. And nobody, and you know, ironically, it's been focused on the kids, and rightfully so. That's the big point of being a babysitter. But nobody said anything about the parents. Remember that lady who tried to pay her babysitter with ice cream and a good time? I mean, you got stiff, so you kind of alluded to it as well. Yeah. My question for you, though, is what, what were the age of the kids you babysat, approximately, on average? Uh, I don't even remember, because I started babysitting when I was like, how old was I? Where was I living? I got to figure out where I was living, because I started babysitting when I was like 11. I'll be honest, I wouldn't have hired you. I know. <laughs> what are you going to do if there's an emergency? Panic as well. I was a good, I was a good babysitter. I'm not saying you are. Um, I'm just not hiring an 11-year-old. Yeah, but I was like, I think I was like 11, 10 or 11, and I started babysitting. Um, okay, but the so- kids were all at least, for the most part, aside from one specifically that I can think of, the kids were all at least three or four years younger than I was. That, that... Uh. See now that now I'm curious because you said that you were 11. Yeah. And I have a babysitting injury and I feel like the big contributing factor was the fact that I shouldn't have been the one babysitting and I was older than you. Okay, fair. I'm explain this to get this cuz I think that the age needs to be bumped up a little bit. For the debate at 8, we've heard horror stories, we've checked in on the poll of the day to find out who has it worse. Babysitter, babysitter. Baby my answer is definitely babysitter. The polls fall in Hands line with you. Down. Convincingly show. Hands AJ down. McCall on VFX. But I want to backtrack. Children are crazy. That's why. <laughs> okay, fair point. So that would be a big reason why the babysitters have it worse. But my question would be, at what age were you babysitting, McCall? Because that would be a factor in how you handle those challenges, emergencies. What age did you babysit at? From? Um, I started babysitting when I was... I don't know, 10 or 11-ish. So, I don't know. Some people think that I was pretty young, but I started like, you know, I don't know. All of the kids that I would babysit would be younger than me, but it was like. See, that to me is crazy that you babysat that young. But, but, but it wasn't like I would babysit all day long. Very important note. It would only be a couple hours. So-and-so's going out for dinner, going out on a date, something like that. Maybe. And then my mom was literally not even a block away. The kids that I was babysitting, it was like, if I needed help, I could call my mom. I suppose, but I've enlisted comedian John Mulaney to help me further explain this situation. Why I think it's weird that you were that young. My brothers and sisters and I had this babysitter named Veronica when we were kids, and I was in love with her. I was in love with Veronica. She would babysit us on Saturday nights. And in my head... When I was a little kid, I thought that Veronica was like 25, 30 years old. I was just talking to my mom the other week. I found out that when I was 10, Veronica was 13. So why was she in charge? All she could do was dial the telephone a little better than I could. 13 when I'm 10, that's just like hiring a slightly bigger child. That would be like if you're going out of town for the week and you paid a horse to watch your dog. Like, all right, here is the number where we'll be. And here's where we keep the dog food. And you're a horse. Now, don't take that last point to heart. I don't need you hiring a horse to watch your dogs whenever you and Dusty go out of town. I can't believe you think I'm a horse. (laughs) But this makes a great point. Like, for me, uh, the story's been told multiple times. My brother deafened me in one ear with a toy lightsaber. Right. And I was babysitting him, and I was like, 
13. And now that I look back on it, and I'm like four years older than him, so he was 9, 10. I blame my parents for leaving me with him at that age. Because uh, I just had to sit around with a deaf ear like, I don't know what to do until my mom got home. You didn't call her? This was way back in, see, I'm turning 30 this year, 2019, take off 17 years, 2002. So did you not have a house phone? I'm pretty sure I had a house phone when I was in yeah, in 2002. Yeah, I, first okay? of all, if I didn't, would you feel very bad that I grew up without a house phone? Yes, we had one. No, I wouldn't feel bad. I would just be like, oh, okay, whatever. But my mom went out to run errands. How am I going to track her down with a house phone? I don't know. I always used to, if my mom went out to run errands, my mom would say, hey, I'm going to Walmart, just so you know. So then if I needed my mom, I would call Walmart and they would page her and she would come up and she would take the phone call. Did you never do that? No. Why? That seems like a whole lot of hassle. It's really not. No. If if it was a big enough deal that that I needed my mom to answer a question for me, it would be, I would call Walmart and I would say, hey, I'm looking for Shelby and they would, they would page her. No, I never did that. I can't believe that. That's that just weird. raises that just raises the question even more. At what age should kids be left alone? Because McCall said you started babysitting what, 11, 12, reasonably. Yeah, 11 Lowing. or 12. 11 or 12. Mm-hmm. That's crazy to me. Which it really isn't crazy. Like I don't think that's I really don't think that's out of the box and out of the realm cuz I think like I wasn't a girl scout, but I think that that's like a badge that you have to get in girl scouts is babysitting. And so Okay, you know what? I don't think 11, 12 is ridiculous. We're never going to agree on this. That's fine. And please join on the conversation. Yeah, Still tell Babysitter us Horror Story, when you started babysitting too. is the number to text. Start your text with VFX for the yep. debate at 8. Also, 435-787-0945 is the number to call. But since you and I aren't going to agree on what age kids should be left alone, I have found an unbiased survey. Neither of us have any input on. Beautiful. And the basis of the survey is age kids should be able to do things by themselves. Okay. So we'll find out who's closer to right. McCall babysitting at 11, 12. Find me saying, now you got to be older than 13. Is that the way to go? Your opinions, Utah's VFX, all social media for the debate at eight. Okay, so the debate at eight has now changed from, because the poll of the day, McCall's votes, all the stories seem to suggest babysitters have it pretty bad. AJ and McCall at VFX, except for Rachel's story about dislocating and biting babysitters. Right. Everyone else had terrible stories about being the babysitter. Right. That being said, McCall's history as a babysitter started 12, 11, 13 years of age. And I say, you might need to bump that up a smidge. A smidge, I feel like. And a survey was done that was based on what age kids can do certain things unsupervised. Like McCall, using the internet unsupervised, nine years old, which I kind of disagree with, but okay. Uh, Pack their own lunch, 11 years old. Walk to the bus stop alone, also 11 years old. And the one we're looking for is stay home alone, unsupervised. What would you like to guess the age according to the survey? Uh, I think the first time that I stayed home alone, unsupervised, my both of my parents were working. Um, I was sick. They couldn't get it off. And I think I was like eight. Eight? Really? Yeah, I think I was eight. This says stay home alone, unsupervised. 13 years old. Does it have an example of like how long they're staying home unsupervised? It does not. Because like when I was sick, that's, I mean... What did I do? I heated up a can, can of Campbell's chicken noodle soup. I watched all sorts of TV game shows, you know, mostly PIR, mostly get me the prices right. Oh, definitely. When you're sick at home now from from 10 to 105, it's prices right. Good old Bob took care of me. Absolutely. And I would sit, I would watch the PIR in my mom's bed and I would nap. And that's what I would do when I was sick. 
Ian snapped us. He said the first time he was left home alone was 16. And I would say oh, 13, 12-ish, by yourself for sure. Babysitter, I think he got a 14, 15, 16 high school age. May have a, a little bit of knowledge on their shoulders. A little. I'm not saying they have a lot. Teenagers have a long way to go. Trust me. But a little bit of knowledge on your shoulders. 14, 15. Get a job. 13 years old also. I, by the way, I wanted a job when I was 13. I really? Was looking, mm-hmm, I was looking in the newspapers for a job. And my mom told me I couldn't get one until I was 15 or 16 because I had to be able to drive there. Because I had to be able to get to where I was going to be working. And so she she told me they most places won't accept you, but I wanted I wanted a job, which is why I started babysitting. So that was my little bit of income. You know, I never had one of those kid jobs. Like I I I may have shoveled a few sidewalks, but mow the lawns, rake the leaves, do the lemonade. I never did any of those things as a kid. I guess I just never thought about money. That's crazy to me that people said 13 is the first year. You get, and maybe it's maybe it's those jobs. Maybe they're talking about mowing lawn, in which case, okay, yeah, I'm with you. 13 on that. But you should get a job, and I'm like, all right, welcome to wherever. Can I supersize your fries? That's what I'm picturing. Like, no, no, I don't think so. Not 13. Definitely not. Yeah. What age should someone be to be left at home? A kid. If you're comfortable leaving them home. The survey says 13. Call said she was babysitting other kids at 12. I was left home at 13, ended up deaf thanks to my brother. I think I should have been a smidge older. Utah's VFX for the debate today. Get your opinion in. You want to be heard. Now, McCall, as I look outside, I see sun and trees, and I look at our little thermostat keeper tracker here. It says it's 56. Inside or outside? Outside. Okay. You didn't know if it was 56 inside. That's why I was like, it is not 56 degrees in no, here. It is, it is 56 hot in the studio. One. There's like triple digits in here. The point was... 56 one. Yeah, creative. 561. Uh, how is your breathing going? Not as well, but it's fine. I'm doing better. Is the heat helping or hurting? Yeah. It's you existing. St- <laughs> I don't have a good answer. Do you think that you can still brave through, power through in a Jordan-like flu game performance and play the ukulele? You are literally speaking words I don't understand, but yes. An encore of McCall's musical thoughts. Okay, McCall, you're doing okay? Do you need anything? You can give us one of those lists that artists normally give us. So I'm sure a puppy would have been on there. Puppy would have been on there. That's I I figured as much. My favorite one is still, and I'm not going to say who said it because I think they told us in confidence, AJ McCall at VFX, that Charlie Puth wanted gummy bears that were not too chewy, but chewy enough. I think so. Whatever the heck that means. Yep. McCall's Musical Thoughts in the VFX Musical Lounge. What is this week's Musical Thoughts, McCall? It's called Allergy Season. Wise men say, pass the banner drill. Oh, oh, cause I can't tell It's allergy season Shall I stay? I would sneeze on you Oh, oh, cause I can't 
being allergic to everything. Oh, like a river flows surely to the sea, darling, so it goes. Allergy season is upon us, so take my hand and guide me to the car, oh, oh cause I can see thanks to the pollen, the pollen counts, oh, I can't help it, it's allergy, oh, it's allergy season. Thank you. Now I'm going to put you on the spot. Who's the most musically talented in your family? I don't know. My family, we all sing. Uh, I know that. We all sing. My little brothers, both of them are in school for theater performance. Right. Uh, Noah is, he is at Snow College. He's actually just moving today, but he's at Snow College for theater performance. Benjamin, I would He's very talented. He's, how old is he right now? He'll be 15 next week. And he is at the Tuacon School for the Arts, whatever, in St. George. Right. And he dances and he sings and he uh, performs. So I feel like what you're leading to is the start of a family band. No. Uh, no, not at all. <laughs> I think that Benjamin is very talented. I think that Benjamin has a lot of potential. I feel like we all kind of had a lot of potential, but Benjamin has... Uh, means to be able to grasp on and go because he's he's got a lot of coaching and training that he's getting at the right. Tuacon School of the sense. Arts. So I think that Benjamin is just starting his little musical journey, but I think that he is going to become. I the still best, feel if like that we're hearing sense. musical troupe, family musical troupe. This is not family musical we troupe. Are, we are not the Von Trapps, okay? We are not the Von Trapp family. We are not the Jonas Brothers. It's not happening. I mean, they did reunite McCall. I don't care. It's and not I'm not happening. saying that no one thought that was going to happen. I don't care. It's not happening. We'll see. No. We'll see. We'll come back to McCall's musical thoughts because allergy season is obviously in full swing, hence the song. Yep. But what is it that's really affecting her? That's what we're going to find out after the encore performance of McCall's Musical Thoughts on VFX. So you wrote a whole song about allergy season, but the question then becomes, what is allergy season? AJ McCall at VFX, what the heck are you allergic to that you had to get the ukulele out for? Literally everything. So growing up, I used to be really allergic to lilacs, and I'm pretty sure I'm still allergic to lilacs, but we used to have these lilacs. Yeah. Okay. It's like a bush. Bush tree. Bush tree. Lilac right, bush. of course. So we used to have this flower lilac and it would it would blossom and I wouldn't be able to breathe and so I can't use like there was a place at vintage market days last weekend that had like lilac bath bombs uh oh and I grabbed it and I smelled it and I was like oh no I'm gonna be able to not breathe in two seconds <laughs> and I was like wait a second oh that's gonna be a weird sensation it's horrible because you breathe you smell it and it's like Oh, oh no, wait yeah, a second. That's gonna be terrible. It's sad because they smell so nice and as soon as you smell them it's like you get two breaths and then you can't breathe anymore. 
It's sad. It's really sad. So I'm allergic to lilacs. I'm allergic to flowers. I'm allergic to hay. I'm allergic to whatever pollen's in the air right now. I don't know. Cottonwood trees are literally the devil. So that would explain then why you live in a place like Utah where spring doesn't exist a whole lot. No. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> I say, wouldn't that keep your allergies at bay? No. Why? Because now I just extra can't breathe. Because when things blossom, it's like everything blossoms That's at the I'm same saying. time. No, everything blossoms at the same time. And so it's like, oh, hey, let's die for the next six months. Yeah, but you cool. always tell me that spring and summer don't really exist they in don't. Utah. So that's what I'm saying. You live here at a place that would keep your allergies at bay because it's like cold. Like it's going to snow like next week or something. Right? Meh. I don't know. Still terrible. <laughs> now I feel like you're backtracking. I just can't breathe. Okay. Allergies in Utah suck. Allergies in everywhere suck. End of story. There's some major sucking happening with the allergy world. Maybe you should get one of those masks like when there's people are afraid of the flu or. I don't think that will help. I think it would help a little bit. I don't know. Because there's there's physical particles that have to make their way into your nose, so you have to have an allergic reaction. I think so. So uh, it would at I least filter some of them. I used to go get the Kenalog shot science. is what it's called. Right. I don't science. I used to get the Kenalog shot, and I got it once, and I remember going into the doctor and saying, I want to get the Kenalog shot, and he said to me, are you sure? And I are said, yes. Sure? Because like there's like side effects. The well, there's like side effects and whatever, and he's like, okay, well... In order to get it, like this was infernal. In order to get it, it was like ninety dollars up front. And I was like, it's fine. I will spend that much on all of the allergy the medicine. To breathe. Right. And with the Kenalog shot, it's like they didn't really have very many like side effects. Okay. Like there were side effects from like at the injection site. Like there might be like it's not it's like stretch markish type type stuff from the injection site because of the whatever. I don't know what it is. Sure. So I don't science, okay? Oh, okay. Back to science. Yeah, Got it. Science. So I ended up going to get it and he told me, and I remember him saying this. And then I remember being like, what? Because he told me this, this has to be a guy that doesn't have allergies. He said, and I quote, I just want to make sure that you're doing this for the right reason. And you're not doing it because it's the easy way out. What the heck does that mean? I know. I was like, have you ever had allergies? Have you ever had to take Benadryl? You take Benadryl and you pass out. You are done. For the day. I I don't understand what the easy way out is. Like, take the pills and suffer, you peasant. What the heck does that mean? I know. I was like, I don't understand what you mean. The easy way out? I want to make sure you're not taking the easy way out. What? Because I can breathe now? Like, sorry. It's not the flu. It's not like your immune system will eventually beat it. They're allergies. Right. You just have them. (laughs) I was like, what? Clearly. That makes no sense. Clearly this guy's never had allergies and never had to take allergy medicine because I was like, if you take allergy medicine, that is miserable. Yeah. Absolutely miserable. They water, your throat's dry. Right. And if you if you don't have allergy medicine, you just die. And it's just horrible. It's terrible. And then if you're allergic to everything, it's just it's it's horrible. I, so when he told me, he's like, well, I want to make sure you're getting the Kenalog shot and you're not taking the easy way out. You've actually tried things. I'm like, bro, also, I don't care. Here's my $90. Stab me in the hip with this shot and I let mean, me get on with I my suppose, life. I suppose it is an elected de- elective decision, but still, it's not like, I did, oh, right. this is such a tough one. I, you should really think about the merits of it. I know. I want to breathe. 
Put needle in hip, 90 bucks, let's go. I don't need a lecture. <laughs> I know. I Take the easy way out. I still can't. Like, I was thinking about it on my way in this morning. I was like, remember that one time when that doctor said you were taking the easy way out because you went I to think, go get a shot for an allergy? I think we're going to have to come what? back to that and just try to... What in the heck does I, the easy way out bro, mean? I wish I had an idea. For an allergy shot. Oh, I wish I had an idea. Okay, well... McCall's song on allergy season is up on our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. McCall's musical thoughts. Check it out. Speaking of Facebook page, VFX's Facebook roulette coming up. Your chance to end up on VFX. VFX's Facebook roulette. Your chance to end up on the VFX Facebook page, which, of course, yes, is bragging material. Of course. I would totally brag about it. Yeah. I never make it on the VFX Facebook page. AJ Knight, McCall Taylor on Facebook at us, and that's how it works, because we're randomly spinning our feeds right now, and whatever we randomly land on, stop, McCall. Stop. She has to like, comment, and share. I landed on my friend Courtney's post. She shared, listen, it's from Hilarious Text, listen, am I the most attractive girl out there? Of course not. Do I have a good personality? No. But do I wake up every day and try to be the best person I can be? Also, no. <laughs> Got it. That's me. <laughs> Hi. Uh, some days, yeah. Mm. And we all we all been there. It's okay. fine. <laughs> now my turn to spin, stop, and share. Stop. I landed on Monty Stedman. She actually shared a memory. The one year ago, it is a video titled It's Not Safe Here. That's a dog and another dog afraid of lobsters running away. Up oh. oh, now a bulldog afraid of a Swiffer. Oh. If I was to guess, I believe this is a compilation of things that dogs are afraid of. What's the next one? Somebody in a ghillie suit sitting next to their dog. I love this. Are he, we scaring dogs? Yeah. I love this. You can it, win. Up, up the fourth one. That everybody's seen this one. Something touched my leg. Something touched my leg. I love that. You can you can win because it's dogs. good. AJ Knight, McCall Taylor on Facebook. The AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor across all social media. Just like Utah's VFX. Across all social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, YouTube. Check out McCall's Musical Thoughts. And, of course, if you like the page, you can get entered in to win prizes. Again, Utah's VFX. Drop the mic is out. If you missed it, we did our special edition this past Monday for all podcasts like the Debated 8, the After Show podcast. Check out utahsvfx.com where the contests are as well or anywhere podcasts are. Spotify, iTunes, those will play the videos like iPod Idol. You can also find us on Google Play and Podomatic and iHeartRadio app. Just search for AJ and McCall and everything will show up. It's the weekend, McCall! Thank goodness. The best weather's the weekend. I, that never happens. So until Monday when we're all rest and relaxed for AJ and McCall. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX 94.5 and 98.3.